Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everybody to episode 80 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded April 1st, 2021. All right, just kidding, April Fool's, we're not doing this. Got him. And uh, we've got a great show for you this week. Siri goes through some changes, Twitter loses its mind, and we play a round of Dope or Dirt. My name is Evan Krause. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing, cutie? I'm doing good. How are you? All good. Thank I you, got the Cardinals you. again. Yeah, you looking fly. One and oh, baby. Undefeated. Anyways, other than that, you looking cute. Got a question quaffle. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm no, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Doing excellent per usual. Well, you're looking sexy too. Okay? Oh, thank keeping you. Keeping the vibe high. Oh. We're a bunch of sexy boys in this room. Okay? Keeping it high and tight this afternoon. I That's forgot right. my fake glasses. Sorry. Oof. Should have brought some. Uh, <laughs> I might have some it. extras actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure we can find I might actually ones. have some. <laughs> well, boys, you guys got any check-ins? Uh, I'm really close. Curious what bath time is. Oh yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah. God, here we go. Here we go. Um. Yeah. So. Bath <laughs> Uh, bath time, I feel like you're going to be let down. Um, it's Did you give Bear a bath? No. Oh. He, he will be getting a bath next week, though. Mm. Um, but no, bath time, I gave my car a bath a oh. lot, as in I bought a car at Wash Membership, and best money ever spent. Straight up. Was it at uh, Club Car Wash? It is at Club Car Wash. Is it $30? It, I am. At, I do yeah. the $30 That's package. what you have. That's what I have. So. Yeah. I pooped on it for it's, that. It's yeah. perfect. If you get your car washed at least twice a month, it pays for itself. Well, isn't it three times? Because it's no. like $10. It's 10 18 bucks a piece. It's 18 a piece for the $30 one. What, what kind of wash are you getting? It's everything. It's the, the second ultimate. highest one. Oh, that's why. Okay. The I, I used to just get like the, the basic one for like 10 bucks. Oh. And, and you uh, have to go like four times a no. month. Yeah. You have to go once a week. In order for it to like make sense. Yeah. So like the $30 membership is equal to the $18 single time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I use. So okay. if you go twice, then you get you get your money's worth because you're getting an $18 wash. Yeah. So instead of paying 36 for it, I have 30 And I go every single week, if not twice a week. This man's bougie over here. It is so. It is super like, nice once you get your car washed. Not only that, but they give you that wet towel so you can uh, have your dash washed up. You can vacuum all your uh, seats every single time. Where is it again? It's a vibe. Club car wash. Oh, there's, the one over there's by like three of the McDonald's. McDonald's. There's five of them here. Are there really? Is it so one by McDonald's? There's, there's one by McDonald's. There's yeah. one by McDonald's. Oh, that's Tiger. There's two on our side. Um, they just built one uh, over close by to, my old house. Yeah, his old house and like. Uh, oh yeah, Chapel yeah. Hill. Yeah, yeah, right there, Chapel Hill and Scott. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's, and then I think there's one, so that's four. I think there's five here. There's four or five, but yeah. either way, there's, there's more than there's there should be in one city. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I know there's two on the South side. Then there's one by our, my place of work. Yeah. And then there's one on the South side. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't Scott. willingly get into my, uh, membership. I did like the free, cause it was like free for three months mm. and then, and then, like, you had to put card info on file, of course. So it's, like, it's like any trial. And then I just never canceled it. <laughs> so I really need to because, like, I don't go that often. I go, like, maybe once every two weeks, and I probably wouldn't even do it that much if I didn't have the membership. So, like, I should probably just stop so, like, doing it. But... Ever since the membership, too, my car has not gotten dirty. Yeah, it's so nice. Like, it's the fact that, like, if there's one piece of trash on the floor, I'm like, oh, my God, that doesn't look good. <laughs> like, that needs to disappear right now. I need to get my car washed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I Wee! feel that. Because like, I it feels like a it feels like chapstick where once you do it a couple times, you develop you need the need to do you it. Need it, yeah. Constantly, and it's like, ugh. I know what you mean though. Like having your car clean and having the interior clean is a vibe. Another thing too is like that one has. God, I feel so old because yeah. this makes me so happy too. <laughs> but like. um it has like the rain neck stuff on it. Yes. So now when it rains, like I hardly even use my windshield because the rain just rolls off the windshield. Huh. It's amazing. Yeah. I just don't have I, a windshield, windshield wipers. I, I don't use windshield wipers. Yeah. I still use a windshield daily. Get you get you a good good wax shine on your car. Yeah. Never have to use your wipers again. I tell you what. Yeah. Wax jobs. Wax, so what? Huh? <laughs> um, excuse me. But yeah, yeah, that's bath time. So nice. Bath time. Bath time. I need to cancel I like mine. Bath time. Like, I don't, I need to, you need to go, you just need to go more. (laughs) Probably. Um, okay. I want to save your customer story because like, I don't think ours are going to take that long. Okay. Uh, what's up on yours, Evan? Okay. So last, uh, last week we referenced, um, me and Christian's favorite app, the poop map. Yeah. Which I'm kind of disappointed. You've kind of fallen through on that. I've used it once. And I've, twice. I've been dropping ever since. Used it twice. Well, anyways, I did use. How do you know more than I do? Because I get I notifications. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I have one that I have to comment on. In uh, my check-in is Evan loses full on poop map. For those somebody who roast are, you? No. For those who are not inclined, lose full. That phrase means you lose full composure. <laughs> So that tells you anything. Basically me playing Call of Duty. Yeah. So like I said, this app, you can, when you take a poop, you can comment on it and note on it. Describe how it is, you know? Yeah. So my favorite one that really got me going, really, really made it, you know, full circle was, all right, I pooped, took a picture of it, said large one dropped, splashed water onto my ass. So that was cold. It was a doom wiper and I completely lost full. Thank God they turned right. So I dusted those motherfuckers. There is a lot to digest in that. There is. Literally. But you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we were we were moving out of my old house, and we were taking a bunch of stuff to the dump, and these people <laughs> kept on being really annoying on the road and, like, cutting us off a little bit. And so I was in the truck. I wanted to, like, just <laughs> blow past them. And so he goes, <laughs> casually. <laughs> yeah, so we, we pulled up to a stop, and there was a car in front of me at the intersection, and then there was, like, three cars on the left side, and I needed to get over in the left lane like to, to take the turn off stadium. And so the car in front of me turned right. And I was like, oh yeah, they turned right. So I can gap these motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just so casual. And that phrase out of his mouth. Oh, just made my day. I could not stop. I was crying laughing. God, it was so funny. Uh, but yeah, so I definitely, it was a, Okay, the poop app is stupid. Okay, no, it, it's great, but it's okay. Why are you taking pictures of your poop? I, I didn't get, take a picture get, of my poop. I Did get logging a poop, pun intended, but it's, I don't want to take pictures of it. See, I'm not taking pictures of my poop. I'm taking pictures of me on the toilet. What's the difference? You don't see poop. Pop. Calling you a piece of <laughs> shit. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that feels that feels sketchy. I don't want to put my home address into that app. It feels a little feels a little wrong. You don't put your address in it. Well, I know, but you can mark it as home, and it can figure out where you live. Because <laughs> like, you have your home and your work marked. I'm like, I don't know who made this app, but I don't trust them. You know, it is what it is. It's a I, public place. I guess so. Um, only check-in I have is there's a new studio coming next week. We'll be moving it over the weekend on a Monday. It's going to be super cool. So be looking out for that quite literally if you're on the YouTube. So. And I'm going to have to figure out where I'm going. <laughs> Correct. Yes, we'll send you the Addy. Yeah. Which the actually, kind of, no, we're not going to send you the address. <laughs> figure you it out. Figure it we'll out. We'll send you a scavenger <laughs> hunt. The terrible part is like it's it's close to where you work, and so depending on how you do it, you might have to drive away and then drive back. Yeah. And drive back. 
It's just something to think about. Might adjust the schedule. Gonna have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, rip, rest in peace to Zach. Anyway, speaking of work, uh, what's up with this customer story? Yeah. So um, it's gonna be a fun one. I mm. like I like this story. <laughs> so uh, it actually happened today. Uh, customer came in. Uh, and I was I was helping another customer during a data transfer, and there was a coworker next to me, and then the customer walked up and was like, "Hey, like, can I get some help?" And I just kind of like looked up and looked over, and real quick, and I was like, "Okay, now yeah, I need help finding these uh, Audio Technica headphones that I know we had." Hey. And. Um, hey. I, and hey. Then, oh. <laughs> hey. Wait a second. <laughs> hey, was that you? <laughs> Were hey. you the customer? <laughs> Then I was like, yeah, they should be over there if we have them. And then uh, Evan goes, well, I didn't see them over there. And I go, well, did you check the website? <laughs> no. I didn't hear you say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then so the coworker looked on her phone and was just like, yeah, we don't have those in store. We'd have to order everything. <laughs> Could have saved a whole trip if he would have no, no, checked so the app. The, the reason I came was not because of that. Uh, I was just there. And I was like, mm, you know what? I'll see if they have them. Yeah. Uh, uh, so if you're new, new to the roommate search, yeah, if, you, if you're new to the podcast, like uh, whenever people come in and they're like, I know you have this in stock, like it says that it's in stock on your website. The most common thing ever is it's on the website, but it's not actually in store. And so the fact that Mr. EJ Krause no, over here, it, I didn't do that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The fact that he did that. it is funny. It doesn't count because I wasn't there for that. We talk about it, it does oh. count because you still like instead of approaching an associate, you knew you could have checked. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says you have it on your website. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't compare it to the website. What goes around comes around. Yeah, I guess so. You are that customer now. Damn you. <laughs> Welcome. I knew that'd be a fun customer story. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. Guess, whatever. <laughs> All right, any other check-ins, boys? No, sure. All right, let's move on to Dope or Dirt. This is a uh, simple segment. What we do is we take turns presenting a product, a new con. Well, not concept. We took that out of the rules uh, last time because it was a little too easy. So we present a new product to the group, something new in the tech space, and then we decide, is it dope or is it dirt? Who wants to go first? You can go first. You want to go first? I'll go first. Do it. All right. So mine is called Chess Up, and I will show you guys a picture in a video in a minute. Okay. So do you guys play chess? Used to. Used to. Like, are Used you, to could. Would you say if you like got a, a chess board in front of you, you think you guys could remember everything? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So I don't know how to play at all. Nerd. Oh, never nerd. learned. I guess not a <laughs> Never been taught. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this product is called the Chess Up Board. Um, so it can help you learn how to not only play the game, but it can guide you in, in ways for like what may be the best move for, for every single pawn or whatever those things are called. Player. Yeah. Whatever those things are called. I don't know what they're called. They're, they um, all have different players. Names. <laughs> players, yep. So this board has light indicators that let what you know. What does player 13 do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll tell you. Uh, the board has light indicators that'll let you know where all the possible moves are and their strengths. Um, it has a smart touch sensor that shows, or so it knows where you have touched and where you have also put the piece down. Um, it also has Bluetooth 5, which connects your device to online onboard gameplay. Um, it is powered by their AI program called Stockfish AI, whatever that means, where it's powered and can recognize um, pieces on the board and give you moves to analyze your game and play. So it also can learn as you're playing, and if you decide to play against the board, it'll learn and play at your skill level, which is kind of cool. So it not only teaches you, but it'll also play 
against so you. So it's perfect if you don't have friends. Well, that and if you want to, like, you know, practice. <laughs> sure. Like, you know, some people. Can you play <laughs> local against, like, I'm sure can, can me and Christian locally do this across from each other? I, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't say, okay. but I don't see that being a reason. Um, it also has an, an integrated app, uh, which is a key tool that analyzes your gameplay and helps you understand strategy behind every move. So it'll kind of, like, guide you and tell you why it moved that piece to where, if you want to use it. Um, it is a little expensive. Of course, it is from... Yours truly, Kickstarter. Kickstarter. So as of right now, you can back it for 250 bucks. I know it's kind of expensive, Ugh. but for what it is, it's pretty cool. But it will retail for uh, $369, I believe is how much. Jesus. It it's expensive, but let's let's watch the Jesus. video. That way you guys kind of understand I feel what like we're I looking understand. at. Well, you're going to watch it anyway. <laughs> I feel like you actually did a good job describing that. This is chess. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good job. This is also chess. <laughs> this is chess up. No matter your chess level, chess up will level up your game. Chess up is a smart chessboard with a built-in chess instructor that lights up all possible moves according to strength. If you never played chess, Chess Up will teach you. You just touch a piece and the board lights all its possible moves. Look at that. If you already know how to play, Chess Up will teach you how to really play. Sacrifices, end games, forks, defenses. Chess Up knows them all. The AI reads the board and shows you all possible moves with each piece you choose. The levels of assist are chosen by the player. The more advanced you are, the more advanced the assist. If you're a beginner, Chessup will just distinguish between blunders and non-blunders. So, you know, you don't lose your queen on your third move. You get the gist, right? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So it literally like teaches you the game of chess. And so you're not dealing with an 80 year old man trying to teach you how to play chess. Mm. Wow, that was kind of, that was mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was thinking of, uh, you said that I was thinking of like the Toy Story um, intro. You know, the, the short video where the old man's playing chess against himself. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me, that's what I was going to ask about is can you make the game play against itself? Because that'd be cool. Uh, I just want to see what happens. Like it's like putting a humidifier and a dehumidifier like next to each other. Just be like, it'd be like a fight. stalemate every time. <laughs> fight. <laughs> See what happens. That's hmm. funny. So I think this would be cool for like like an intermediate advanced player. Um, I think that price point is dummy steep for like a beginner. That's what always throws me off about things. Is like whenever I'm first getting into a hobby, I don't want to spend a ton of money on it. Like I want to spend a little bit to make sure I like it and we'll stick with it. And then I spend more money on the Dive next stuff. Dive in at three seventy. Exactly. Like that just it seems a little steep. I was hoping one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. I could see. I could see this becoming like cheaper later on, and that's something you could buy at like a yeah. like a hobby yeah. store, and it's like two hundred bucks or something. Um, considering the fact that it's Kickstarter, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not super thrown off by the price. It's pretty cool. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give it a dope. It's pretty dope. There you go. Oh my gosh. It I, happened. I like chess a lot. That was a super dope. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. I wouldn't buy it, but kind of like what you said, the price drops because it's not going to stay that price forever. It's Kickstarter. It's got that like extra startup money they need inside of it yep. to help move units and stuff like that. I like it. Um, it's one thing that I've always wanted to do is get a lot better at chess, but I don't want to take the time to get better at chess. And I feel like this would actually like let you learn because it's not just like watching YouTube videos and like waiting for that scenario to appear kind of thing. Uh, it's something you can learn in like real time. Right. I like that a lot. Well. Yeah! Nice. <laughs> Thank you. That's super dope. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, never. Oh, you, oh, oh. Get too excited. Sorry. Yep. yep sorry. Never. Never again. Oh, shit. I'll, I'll remember that. Never again. Uh, you want to go next? Or you want to go next, Zach? I don't care. I'll go. Okay. Uh, there should be a video. So imagine a pin. Okay. Like, like a <laughs> pin or a pen? Like a pen. Okay. You're writing pen. This thing. Make is it, whoa. Check. Out. The idea for the forever pen was born out of something very simple. Having something with you all the time that was small enough to never forget, but functional enough to need often. We always need to jot down a note, sign a check, or open a box and often we're not so prepared. This is why we engineered a single instrument with a strong and robust exterior that's seamlessly attachable anywhere that you could have with you wherever you go and that could last a lifetime. Our specialist silver composite is machine milled down to a precise point, made with weight and balance in mind. Base as a clean pass-through for attachments, with a pen point that's filed down to create a soft, nib-like feeling that'll last forever. We know that you may not always have a pen on you when you need it. This is why our entire design was based on crafting a reliable tool which is versatile, convenient, and the ultimate everyday carry. Alright, take it anywhere, have it everywhere. So yeah, if you're listening, it looks like the that's nuts. It looks like the tip of a of a pen, um, and then it's like attached to. It's like a small stainless steel piece. It looks like, and then the top of it is super tiny, and it's got a little hole so you can put it on like a keychain or like anything like that. But yeah, it's designed so you always have a pen on you, and you can also another one of the use cases they have was like opening boxes and stuff. Like it's sharp enough to open boxes. And so you can just stick it on your keychain, forget about it, and you'll never be in a situation where you don't have a pen again. Oh, why? Whoa. Why? It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why? why? Why is it stupid? What? I've never once been in a scenario being like, hmm, I need a pen. Never? That's a, no. That's I don't believe that. Never. I don't believe that. Lie. No. I haven't. Hmm. I, I don't believe you. I, I <laughs> How do you cannot, not? If yeah. I ever, like, need to use something with a pen, there's going to either be a pen at an establishment or I'm going to bring my own pen. See, but pens are bigger. This one's smaller. I don't care. <laughs> it's a form <laughs> It's smaller. I don't care. And it essentially acts like a pocket knife for opening up packages like, or doing other things like if, that. If I'm at work, I use a pen. Okay, our work has pens. Yeah. If, if I'm like... Well, that's different. If this it's is something like, to do with like a check, it's usually at a bank, which provide pens. Yeah, but this is like a more portable version to where Why? you're not in a situation where like you're at work. I don't Why? know. Let's say you're camping and you write some shit down like where you are. I don't know. When it, what? I'm I don't know. You need to write... Yeah, you just need to write like, oh, big, there's I a big tree so I don't get lost. I don't know. No. Uh. No. I think you're thinking too, like, in your world, 
Think about it in like for the average person. It's dumb. No, it's, it's still not. dumb. No. It's got a I what just, if I told you it has a great feel in hand? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well you teach me towards the right direction. I just how many times do you actually find yourself needing a pin and there isn't one remarkably close to you? More than a few once. times. Yeah. I, I bet that happens. Like I don't carry pens on me like every day. I mean, when do you find yourself needing a pen where you like you aren't doing something where you know you have to write? Plus, like being like, how often does writing just spontaneously appear in your life? I guess another thing would be like if you're signing things at like a restaurant, you don't want to use their pen, or like other things that you just don't want to mess with their germs. It's a pen. Yeah, but like COVID. Yeah, COVID things, and like I don't know. There's times where I'm like, I don't want to touch your pen. I mean, okay, but you could also just have this on you. Nah. You're not, you're not winning me over. I don't think there is any way to win you over no. on this, let's be honest. No, there's not. But yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I, I really want to get one of these. So it's in uh, not. Barbe- How much is it? Also? It's in not barbecue sauce terms. What is it? It's in English pounds. Let's see. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. 33 for a two pack. Uh, let's see. What is it? What so, is it? Wait, I wonder how much like ink is actually in it. So it's not. It's inkless. That's the cool thing. Oh, Same wait, that, that changed the game. Hold on. It's inkless? Yeah. How does it write? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, but so it do does. do we know this works? Yeah, they just showed a they video of it. <laughs> I mean, what if they put ink in it? They do, that's not. It's not made to work with ink. Well, now I just have more questions. Yeah, I kind of have more questions, too. <laughs> I would, like, I'm, I'm not so much such a hard no anymore, but I need to know how it works. Let's I need see. to know how it's able to put... Maybe if we would have finished the video... Yeah, they might have something more on that. A point that lasts scientifically. Especially. That doesn't say anything. Weatherproof. Does it just rip the paper? <laughs> no, I don't think it so. It indents the paper. It leaves strokes on paper, card, plastic, wood, and other surfaces. I wonder so if it's something like, with like the metal. You have to like cut into it? No, it? no. No. It like... Okay, so it's made from a silver composite, which ensures no marks or smudges on your fingers. So it doesn't like smudge up your pockets or your fingers, but it can still write on paper and cardboard and stuff. I don't make a whole lot of sense. It's pretty sweet. It's cool. This is becoming scientifically impossible. I was about to say, there's some science in, into that that is this beyond is dope. Oh, then. Hmm. Yeah, I don't quite know how it works either. Uh, I just figured out. But I might buy one of these. This is super cool. I like think just I, put it in your keychain, call it a day. I think I have to keep this a no, just because you don't even know how this works. That's I fair. I think you should buy it. If you, if you buy one and then it works in lifetime, uh, we can revisit this episode and I'll, I'll okay. give you a green. Okay. We can do that. You buy a pack and I'll, I'll split it. We both get one. We can do that. Cool. Let's do it. All right. What's your dope or dirt, Zach? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. I'm interested. <laughs> so this is called the Vespera. Okay. It is a 100% all digital telescope. So you can, and so it Bluetooth to your smartphone. You can leave this outside and you can go inside where it's Whoa. nice and cozy and you can Bluetooth it to your smartphone and you can move the telescope around on your phone and see whatever you want in lifetime. Yeah, you can mirror that. it to a TV for an even, even bigger one. So you could have like a watch party or something. Uh, I mean, this thing's like 10 grand. So it's only 1500 
Uh, not nearly as bad as I okay. thought. Okay, can you still look through the telescope itself? Yes, you can still look through the telescope itself, or you do have the ability to use it as a smartphone through the app. And then, yeah, it's only a fifteen hundred dollar telescope, which is a very reasonably priced telescope. I don't. I'm not into the telescope game. I know they, t- uh, they Tim get, actually is. They get we very ask, expensive. We should ask him about it. Call him. He's quick. actually super. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't I, like that. Oh, it's kind of—it's not as big as I thought. So that's what she said. There's one up top that's called the Stellina, and that one is bigger. <laughs> but yeah. if you want to—if you want to hammer that video, they also make a Viagra one that's a little <laughs> bit bigger too. The Vespera. Pretty good. Oh, this might get us. That one. At Veyanis, we want to give everyone the opportunity to explore the universe that surrounds us. In 2018, we changed the game of astronomy by creating the first smart exploration station, Stellina. Thousands of astronomy enthusiasts have shared their excitement and their own pictures of the universe. And here it is. C'est pour vous présenter une technologie folle. They have a very cool product. It's amazing. Yeah. That's really loud. Today, we're going a step further to make astronomy even more accessible. Today, we introduce Vespera. Vespera. Viagra. We conceived Vespera to be the perfect combination of a telescope and a camera that will help you reconnect with the stars. Observing and capturing the wonders of the cosmos can be difficult. People often say telescopes are challenging to use, heavy and cumbersome. With Vespera, that's no longer the case. Designed for you to share space observations with your loved ones in real time, we opted for the most comfortable eyepiece, your mobile device, combined with our app. You can now take your own photos of the moon, galaxies, nebulae, and... Maybe you do need your phone. Okay, this... I think the coolest part about a telescope is like looking through it, because like that's it, the worst part about a telescope. No, because then trying it's to just find like, where you are in the sky. Well, I think that's that, the point of a telescope. Okay, I've not ever, I've not used a telescope in many many years, and I'm not the authority on it. But like, to me, I feel like the coolest part would be like looking through it and then seeing all the cool. Sh- but you don't see all the cool stuff a lot of the time through a telescope. That's the issue. You waste more time and time inside a telescope looking for this stuff than you do actually getting to see it. I would think, and it would then be... you can't ever take a picture of it either. It's just it's there and it's gone. I mean, the extra tech stuff is very cool, but I think not being able to actually look through it is dumb. That's that's me. I don't know. That kind of that takes away some of the coolness of of a telescope, in my opinion. But it is cool otherwise. Ah, uh, okay. Gonna, it says the lens is apochromatic quadruplet. What I don't know what any of this stuff. <laughs> means. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to sell a little bit more for me. Like, what are you caught up on? You got to help me out a little bit. <laughs> I mean, one price, two. What? I don't know enough about. Yeah, well, it. never mind. Maybe you don't. I'm gonna give it. Well, see, I wanna, I wanna judge it for like how I would use it, but I can't do that. It's not fair. Well, I think it is though, because I think like in dope returns, we're trying to sell each other, not like average users. Unless you make that argument, I don't know. Like how, how would you see yourself using a telescope? I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Well. 
I feel like I got railed right there, (laughs) but it's it's fine. I think I I think it's I think it is dope, but I think it's dirt because I I knew I was probably gonna lose. I think I I knew I was probably gonna lose this because I feel like I'm the only one who actually cares about space at all. No, that is not true. I love space stuff. I think this is cool for that factor, but but you've never looked through a real like you've never actually spent time and tried to look at stuff through a telescope. Yeah, and you don't know how (laughs) awful that actually is to do. But I think on a high end one, it's probably better or easier to do. I mean, but a high end one, you're in the ten thousand dollar range. You're spending ten times the amount. When I'm saying high end, I mean like I don't know, fifteen hundred seems like a lot for. I know it's not a lot in telescope terms, but like let's see, let's see. Like a good telescope to see what this thing can do, it's pretty expensive. Expensive. Yeah, there's some that are like, yeah, twelve hundred, like thirty-eight hundred. There's some expensive ones. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about telescopes oh. to really give it a fair shake. I guess is what it comes down to. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like looking through the glass is is part of the coolness of it. Mm. Uh. Anyways. Uh okay. Anything else on Dope or Dirt? That's it for me. Uh I, I wanna have an honorable mention real quick. Yes. Um I found one and I thought I had it. Um it was a it ended up being a con well, it ended up being a prototype. So they had the real unit, it, it's been produced and everything, it works, but there's no price, there's no release date on it. Um, it was called the KU, K-U. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I've seen that. like the, K- and, the C-O-U-P. Uh, yeah, it's a fridge that moves to you. you what? Can, you can, yeah, you can bring the fridge to yourself. I mean, it's technically designed for elderly people who have trouble walking, but it would definitely be bringing me beers. <laughs> it would be a beer fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I already doped that one. Like straight up out of a Bud Light commercial? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> that was that would have been a shoe in, but yeah. <laughs> how much was it? Don't care. <laughs> yeah, and so it didn't it didn't have a price. It was it's a concept uh, from 2017, huh. so maybe soon. But yeah, no official release, no official units. Interesting. Mm. But honorable mention. Nice. All right, let's move on to. This is On That New New, where we cover rumors and leaks from around the week from TechCrunch. If you're old enough to remember the outrage that followed Twitter's decision to replace stars with hearts, then you know that Twitter's user base has strong feelings about how it wants to engage with tweets. Now, Twitter is considering another radical change. The company has been surveying users throughout the month to get input on how they feel about a broader set of emoji-style reactions similar to what you'd see on Facebook. Specifically, Twitter's survey proposed a few different sets of reaction emojis, all of which include the heart, laughing face with tears, thinking face, and crying face. Now, more controversially, Twitter is considering a way for users to signal a general like or dislike for the tweet with either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. A 100, I guess, is it an emoji at that point? The 100 emoji in either green or either green or red to indicate, indicate, god dang, agree or disagree, or a green up arrow icon or red down arrow icon reminiscent of Reddit's upvote and downvote mechanisms. So what's your initial reaction? Got him. Try it. Yeah. There it is. Not a fan. Twitter's Twitter. Trying to quit trying to make it anything else. Like it's perfect the way it is. I don't yeah. I don't know if it's perfect. Of, it's perfectly of, awful the way it's, it is. It's close to perfect. Get rid of fleets. Why would you get rid of fleets? All right, Tim. <laughs> yeah, Tim is not a fan of those. How many times have you watched one? Uh, uh, more than no. once. I've actually watched a few. I've never actually opened one. I've watched a. I've watched a couple just from like, like influencers that I follow. I don't know. 
How can you tell they're bad if you never open one? Because I'm not going to waste my time. Because I've done that on Instagram stories before, and I'm let down every single time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's literally it's literally Snapchat stories. Like that's all they are. Yeah, it's just like Snapchat stories on yeah. Twitter. I th- I think it's. I also only see it kind of like like same thing. Same thing Tim said a few episodes ago when he's last had him on. I only see it from big corporations. So I'm <laughs> yeah, never going to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, I think that. There, it's always good for, for some companies to change it up. But, yeah, I definitely don't think they should, one, add a dislike. I think that's going to turn a lot of people off Cyberbullying. I would love to see that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, it would probably be funny. Uh, not cyberbullying. I don't want to love it. I no, feel yeah. like it's going to end up being some sort of cyberbullying. I mean, yeah, there's going to be. It's going to well, be a variant. That's that's, that's obviously part of, of that. But I think for Twitter, that's just not its its move. You know, there's Reddit for that. There's. Facebook? Yeah, Facebook does the emoji. Like, they yeah. have a bunch of different Stuff actions. like that. So, it's like, some change is good, but I don't think this is this is it, Chief. That ain't it, Chief. Mm, I want to see... I want to see what, like, some, like, really popular tweets in the past would look like with you a dislike button on it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see... I want to see people... Like <laughs> plenty, plenty of tweets don't age well. Yeah, exactly. I want to see some dislikes <laughs> thrown up there. Um, oh man, see, I don't know. Every tweet you have, we're gonna dislike it. That's okay. Make you feel bad. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree that the dislike doesn't work for these types of social media posts. Dislikes work for uh, Reddit style things because it's like whenever you're in those different subreddits, um, you're not you're not posting it at like to your own page you're posting it to the community page and the community decides what they want to see or what they don't want to see that's why the upvote downvote system works so well on this on snapchat and or sorry on twitter and facebook and things like that it's not you're not posting it in the community unless it's specifically within that group you're posting it as if it's you for your own page so like it doesn't I don't think that anything good comes from putting a dislike button on Twitter as yeah. much as I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, you just, there's nothing good that comes from it. You I wouldn't want it for the memes. Yeah. I just want it for the memes. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing more reaction types to it. Um, because mostly what my, I don't like on other posts the way I see other people do it. Cause like I'll see other people scroll through Instagram and they like every single post. And I'm like, what Oh yeah. It drives me insane. Yeah. And like the way I use it is, Oh, I like it because I want to save it and like go through the list later and like, just, just, like see old posts that I liked, um, so I don't I don't use it in the in the way that I think it's intended to be. That's how used. I also use. I use yeah, it too. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm not alone here, but yeah, I would like to see some more reaction types, but because I don't think that would really affect that any. Um, I don't think dislike is a good good option there. Yeah, dislike no go. Change up the emoji, whatever. Dislike eh-eh. the no go. What? No, like changing up the the or making a dislike is a no go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so out of these three options, there was a bunch of options they mentioned on the article, but, like, out of the ones we can see here, um, basically, the besides the dislikes, the only difference is, is, like, one of them has a fire emoji for, what's it say? Like Oh, it says awesome. awesome. And then another one's, like, the surprise face. So, like, which of these emoji packs would you pick? If you had to pick one. Um, Tiny, it's hard to see. Fire. There's two with fire, you dummy. Yeah, well, two of them, yeah, two of them have <laughs> fire, and then one of them has the hundred emoji on it, uh, and then the other one has the weird. yeah the upvote. Whichever one doesn't have the upvote, so the middle so one this with the hundred. I can't read that. It's yeah. fair. It's very tiny. I can't see. I can't tell if there's a difference. Between it it doesn't get better when you zoom it in either. It just, no, oh. 
And if you, God, if you go back on the... I don't hmm. want any of these. Yeah. I honestly think Twitter's perfect the way it is. Yeah, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't mind that. if they just stayed how it is either. But Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a... Like, I just couldn't imagine... Like, this would force Twitter to run, like, Facebook. Or it'd force Twitter to run, like, Reddit. And it's like, you kind of get, like, rid of your separation of the fact of... Tweets go viral because people want to see it. Like you, you, you yourself say, "I want other people to see this," and then those people are like, "Yes, I want other people to see this too." And then every single time you go into something, a caption might kind of give you the example, but you don't know if it's going to be funny or if it's going to be cringy or yeah. if you're just genuinely it's like a very heartfelt video. And these like kind of emojis would kind of take that surprise away too. And I, I like That's an that. Point. I yeah. like that reaction of when you go inside and it's like. This could you don't be know funny. What it is. Yeah, you don't know what it is, and you find out it's something either super hysterical or like super heart like filling. Yeah, and like you just get that add, added like real emotion. Whereas like if I see a bunch of hearts on it, I know it's probably gonna be something that's gonna like touch my heart. Yeah, it kind of tells you how to feel about it yeah. before you even opened it. Yeah. Oh, huh, never thought about that. Good point. Sorry to those who are watching, but uh, our camera's having a party. Yeah, it is having a party. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it might actually happen because if you've used any Twitter DMs, you know that you can already do different reaction types on yeah. it. Like you can already do pretty much exactly what those ones look like. So I think they might might go ahead and do it to where if you click on the heart, then it gives you all those different options for reactions. I don't know. This one will be interesting. Uh, any final thoughts there? Nope. All right, this episode of the Phone Boss Podcast is brought to you by Nomad, the makers of high-quality, minimalistic mobile accessories. Check out their new refresh lineup of MagSafe-compatible iPhone 12 cases. It's the same rugged case you know and love, combining high-quality, genuine, whole leather and rugged protection now with MagSafe built-in. Nomad does provide us with review samples, but they do not receive advanced notice on our opinions. Uh, so we did get a new drop last week. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, Zach showed us a little bit before the show. What are your impressions of that there? AirPod case. What did you get? What did yeah, you get? Yeah. So this is... Oh. It's not going to work. <laughs> I think it might do something with... Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, if you're listening to YouTube, or <laughs> the camera is... Uh, really messed up anyways uh but yeah i got the nomad all leather it's uh the black leather mm. inside of there and it is really nice um it still smells amazing uh, smells genuine yep smells like genuine horine horine leather um but no it's really nice it's very durable i have dropped them a few times um not too many scratches on it already um, and then I, I do know it's going to take a little bit of time, but it's going to age really well. And I don't, I like them a lot. Nice. Well, nice. Seems well worth the money. Yeah. They're nice. They feel like cushy, but still thin somehow. And yeah. like, it, it feels like it's going to age well. I'm wearing the watch band today. Yeah. How'd that going? Uh, I like it a lot. It, it looks, looks very durable. Yeah. It looks, looks and it feels good on my wrist. Nice. Um, chief. I did use, I got my old man folio case and I used it during the move. So then I could like, if something was accidentally thrown on top of it or anything like that, uh, wouldn't hurt it and you know what it held up and it was great so I'm a fan of that folio case so it's gonna be good uh, you actually high five me back for once yeah usually I just don't pay attention I was making sure this wasn't your mic because I was gonna have so <laughs> many concerns oh my god I'd be pissed <laughs> I've been like uh <laughs> Uh, if you want to grab a sleek new case or one of the wireless charging pads we can't stop talking about, uh, head on over to the affiliate link in the description of this episode. Not only are you fitting your tech with high quality gear, you're also supporting the Phone Buzz podcast. 
Let's get on to the feature stories tonight. From The Verge, Apple will remove the female voice as the default for its Siri assistant, according to TechCrunch. The change is effective as of the release of the sixth iOS 14.5 beta. Once this latest update is publicly released to all customers, iPhone and iPad users will be prompted to choose their preferred Siri voice during device setup. Previously, Siri defaulted to a female voice, and users could pick between other voices and settings after the fact. The news is the latest example of big tech companies trying to remove any gender associations from their digital voice assistants. Studies have found that when assistants use a female-sounding voice by default, it can reinforce bias and negative stereotypes. Some embarrassing mistakes have been made along the way as those technologies develop, but Apple's latest step is one of the most significant yet. What's your reaction? I like this. Yeah? yeah. I like that too. Yeah. It, it, it definitely seems a step in the right direction for a company to... I do because yeah I mean Siri is a number one I, I feel like in very gender neutral because it's not a very like po- like you didn't name it Jessica yeah or anything like that so like you can you can put a name it could, like Siri could very easily be a guy could very be easily be a girl and you don't need a stereotype anymore yeah. I mean stereotyping just yeah. assuming makes an ass out of you and me kind of thing. Uh, and to get rid of one more step to show we're moving the right direction in the world, hopefully light at the end of the tunnel with everything going on with whether it's race insecurities or discrimination, things like that. And COVID even like lighting right. in the tunnel. Wait, we're all still heading in the right direction. It's good to see right. big companies, not just, Stick some mud, not moving. Right. Like Zach said, light at the end of the double. Um, double. <laughs> light in the double. <laughs> I, I do think it is good that they are making it to where you can choose to, to do it at the startup. That way, if you do have any, you know, I guess I'm trying to lose my train of thought. You, you did describe that really well. It does give you the option for that. I think that's a good move. For and they did add two new voices to it as well. I forgot to add that on there. Um, but there's two new voices. One of them is like more female sounding. One of them is more male sounding, but like mm. now it doesn't default to the, yeah. the OG one. Don't you have your set as like Australian accent? Yeah. Are I have my series set Australian. Oh, I, I like me some Australian accents and uh, yeah, it that's just, hot. I just like how it sounds on it. Um, yeah. Are you gonna change it? No, no of course <laughs> no, not. Of course okay. not. No, I had it on the French dude for a little bit, and I was like, nah, nah, that, nah, doesn't, doesn't do it for me. <laughs> yeah, um, but so I think the part of the interesting part is like it reinforced the negative stereotypes by having the female sounded voice and like bias on it, which is that kind of threw me off. Like I don't, it, I don't so, know if I've heard any. Well, it kind of makes sense because like if the assistant is bad and you get frustrated with it, then you associate, Oh, this dumb assistant and this female sounding voice. And like, you put those together in your mind. That's what the studies were, were talking about. And so like letting you choose the default, just trying to mitigate that, that bias and that response to it. Okay. Cause like, Makes I know sense. I've like cursed out my Alexa a few times and be like, this thing is so stupid. Like when it doesn't get your, your questions, like, Alexa, you dumb <laughs> Alexa, you dummy, you dummy. But it's not because she's a woman. It's because it's Alexa and it's the software that's, that's doing it. Yeah, I say I, I yelled at uh, my Siri once to shut the f up in the middle of my <laughs> physics class, and uh, it a it was defaulted. It was back when Siri was only Siri. You had yeah. the one voice, and that's it. And in the middle of the class, she was like, "I'm sorry, you don't have to be so mean." <laughs> Whole class it's, lost it. Well, I got kicked you. out of class. It, it sounds well like we're it. in an assistant like. Uh, um, like support group therapy group we're like i once got mad at my google assistant i was mad at bixby everybody's mad at bixby 
Yeah, that's fair. Is that still a thing? Is Bixby yeah. still a thing? Yeah, Bixby's still oh, around. God bless. You know, it's not around longer. and almost made it into the show. Cortana. Cortana's Ripped. on the way out. Cortana's oh, been that. gone for a minute now, hasn't it? Or at least been rumored she's for been, a minute. Yeah, she's been like on the, I, I think she's built into the laptops. Uh, yeah. But yeah, also, I, know there's, I know they're sunsetting the apps for like I don't, iOS and stuff. I don't care. The coolest, coolest AI ever. Oh, because of Halo? Yeah, 100%. like you just dropped like Cortana as your AI on all your Microsoft stuff. Super with cool. Ha- like, you know Cortana, right? Yeah. Master Chief's AI? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought that was cool. Rather than like Siri, Bixby, yeah. Hey Google. like <laughs> That is the dumbest one. Why doesn't Google Assistant, I mean, I kind of get it, but I don't. Like I wish I, it had a name. You know what I mean? I do and I don't. Or like you like, could pick I, out of some names. I absolutely despised when I had to say, hey Alexa, and like home stuff, it, I don't know. It just it felt weird. Yeah, it felt like I was telling somebody to do something. Like I was demanding stuff. <laughs> like, hey, Google seems a lot more neutral. Yeah, you're like, just triggered. Know, just triggered everybody. Everybody's God. getting triggered right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I get that too. It it feels like it feels kind of verbally exhausting to be like, hey, <laughs> like every single time. It, and not only that, but I feel like it's kind of like you said. You got mad at it. Like yeah. I don't really ever get mad at Google, but you get that like personable feeling and i that's yeah. why they do it yeah. so you feel like you're not talking to a robot kind of thing but i don't know i just i feel like it, you just get too caught up in it and yeah. i don't like that yeah it's whenever they just don't listen to you or drop a couple words or like i don't know how to do that when they clearly know how to find the weather it's like <laughs> yeah. you dumb idiot over there you do it every other day you're telling me now you can't <laughs> what I are forgot. you doing um okay what's speaking of siri voices what siri voice do you guys use you regular. clearly use the australian one yeah, yeah. just regular Basic. I need to change it to the Australian because I like the Australian. Hello. I just kind of—it's one of those things where I hardly ever use Siri. That was definitely British. So. Are you trying to call Evan Krebs? <laughs> I can uh, do a better one. Anyway. Yeah, but I just—I hardly ever use it. Maybe like once a month. Yeah, if that. One thing that has bugged me, and we—I know this is kind of related, but kind of unrelated. Uh, so you guys. They took the Siri, whenever you trigger Siri, now it's just a circle at the bottom of the screen instead of it taking up the full screen. That has multiple times really annoyed me because I can't tell if it's actually listening or not. Um, oh, yeah, it doesn't hardly show it. Yeah, because like it also doesn't change. So whenever you trigger Siri, it used to not only fill up the screen, but also darken other parts of the screen. And so you could tell clearly something was like it's listening. Yeah. Now it doesn't darken any of the screen. It just pops up at the bottom. So if for whatever reason you're not paying attention to the bottom of your phone, like on the big old 12 Pro Max, like there's been many times where I didn't know that Siri was listening or I thought she wasn't. She wasn't. Was she listening the whole time? Uh, part of it. it. Okay. Part of it, yeah. I saw it keep going and you turn the phone on. I'm like, did he just still leave that running? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, that's that has annoyed me lately and I, I didn't think that would ever be something that annoyed me. Yeah, it does not annoy Fun me. Fun fact. Anyways. Um, okay, so second feature story tonight. Uh, this is kind of a follow-up to last week's story with the new OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro that were released. So from Android Central, the new OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro are undoubtedly two of the most impressive Android phones that have been launched so far this year. While they are more expensive than their predecessors, both phones offer a slew of notable upgrades that help justify the price increase. OnePlus CEO Pete Lau has now revealed that the OnePlus 9 series phones secured a whopping 324% more pre-orders on day one than last year's Jeez. OnePlus 8 series. The numbers certainly don't come as a, as a surprise since OnePlus finally fixed the worst thing about its phones with the new OnePlus 9 series. Both phones feature Hasselblad cameras, which deliver camera performance that is on par with the best Android phone out there. And again, that was the opinion of Android Central. 
So are you guys surprised by the increase in pre-orders? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. I feel like there was a massive, massive hype around these phones and not just only from like major tech YouTubers, but I feel like they also did a really good job of like implementing these phones into the right people's hands in terms of like people that can really blast them on social media and do it properly. So I, I feel like this has definitely been a really good year for them. And I feel like I've heard the one, the, the name one plus nine more than I ever did in the eight series. Hmm. Like when I think about it, I hardly ever heard people talk about the one plus eight other than like us talking about it and stuff. Yeah. Like it's everywhere. So I think the the fact that they are also partnering with such a big name, Hasselblad, that's also really helping them. Yeah. What you what you looking at the table for? I I found a pair of shoes that were not on people's feet. Oh yeah, those are mine. Oh, that's mine. I forgot to take those off until you were looking under. And I'm like, am I not wearing my shoes right now? <laughs> um, yeah. To that point, like, I I don't know if it's because I wasn't paying attention as much or like I yeah, just I wasn't gonna upgrade it. But I feel like I didn't see much hype about these phones and the OnePlus Eight series. But again, that's probably like more of me not paying attention than than it actually not existing. Um, but yeah, to that point, the eight series felt like a S series upgrade yep. more than, more than like the, the leap of the one plus nine. Um, so yeah, I, I am a little bit surprised by it because, because again, just for the hype factor that I wasn't looking into it that much. And I'm also not surprised because like I mentioned, the eight series was kind of an S year and the one plus seven pro was so good that a lot of people that would have normally done that one year upgrade, mm -hmm. myself included, just didn't do it. Yeah. And for people that are still on the OnePlus train really hard, like they're probably going to upgrade to the nine. So it, it does surprise me and it doesn't in the same sense. So again, mostly it speaks to how good the OnePlus 7 Pro was. What about you, Zach? Fair. I'm very similar to you of like, yes, it does surprise me and no, it doesn't. I think the 324% surprises me. That's I, a I big did, number. I, didn't expect anything over like 150. Like I figured it'd be over 100, but like under two kind of thing. Right. Like because like you said, it, it was like an S series. A lot of people skipped it, thought it'd be over. Um, another reason why it kind of surprised me too, and but doesn't. There was still not a whole lot of advertising on it, at least in the United States that even I seen. Like kind of like going out of my way. I watched a lot of YouTube, watched a lot of like TV and stuff, and like never saw it. Um, my place of work in retail doesn't still doesn't have anything to do with one plus. They're still really? like even with a new carrier situation. They have the N series, but that's it. Oh, so I we mean, we have the Nord series, but that's it. And they're not coming at all. The new that one. I know of. Oh, um, that's a so mess. yeah, there's that. But then I also know one plus is very international, and I mean they could have just killed it on advertisements that we couldn't see yeah. out there, uh, which. If there's a lot of hype, this is a great phone. Of course, pre-orders are going to skyrocket with that. It's just yeah. good advertising elsewhere in the world. So yeah. it's a little bit of a yes and no. I would say from the American standpoint, if this was just American sales, yes, this would absolutely blow my mind. I think we all know this isn't just American sales. Yeah. It has a lot to do with overseas. I think that's where it's more just They're like, huge in India. Yeah. Like That's one of their biggest spots. And I don't know if that... Um, if this includes, cause the one plus nine series, we didn't talk about it at all, but there's also a one plus nine R, which it took, I think the refresh down a little bit and one other thing, but it dropped the price by like 200, $300. And that is That's apparently crazy. like a huge smash in India, but it's not coming. I wonder if US. you lose like a LIDAR sensor or something like that. Yeah. You camera. lose, yeah, you lose. I think it's a, I think it's still a triple cam and it's, yeah, it, there's something different about it. I can't quite remember. Uh, cause we didn't cover it, but, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this one was weird. Uh, so do you think this is a sign that OnePlus is priming to become a big player in the U.S. market? And I did include a market share chart for reference because I thought this was pretty interesting uh, just to see, like, where everybody is. Now, this is specifically for the United States. I don't know if you can share this on the screen too, Evan. Very good. Nice. Yeah, so that top line there, uh, that is Apple. So Apple has, like, a 60%. I think that's about where that is. Yeah, 61% market share. In the United States. That's Wait, what? insane. That's probably Samsung. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Which is nuts. Would you see 61? It's right here. That's like the peak oh, uh, around, okay. around okay. April last gotcha. year. Yeah. And where is... Uh, uh, so OnePlus is one of these lines out here. Yeah. <laughs> one of these lines under the 5% mark. That's Alcatel 0.04. Yeah. Samsung is right around the 27, 26% oh, mark. 0.62. Yeah. So just for comparison, what's that? What's that? LG is still LG is still at four point five percent of market share, which like for now, yeah. I mean, you got to think at one point they had to have been around like thirty percent, like twenty to thirty percent, because it was iPhone, Samsungs, LGs. Like that was all there was. That's so crazy. Yeah. So like, even though we we hear about these phones a lot and we talk about them a lot, like the market share numbers show that it, basically anything below Samsung is just like dog shit compared <laughs> compared to the it's other under two. the radar. Yeah, like, it's you, completely under the radar. That's insane. I, mean, I can't believe you, you, I mean, you said point six was their peak, and like, uh, what are they right now? Did you find that one? one? Yeah, uh, uh, February. Um, you should be able to click on the OnePlus line. Oh wait, no, never mind. I lied. Or you can you can click on the other ones and make them disappear. They're at point something five point eight. Five eight. That's before the OnePlus so, Nine series, though. Yeah. So point five eight. I mean, that's. I mean, they are steadily that growing. That is half of what we're seeing up there as, as unknown. Yeah. So I'm. Are they part of unknown? I guess. No, no, no. they're not part of it. Oh. That's and crazy. They're not even one percent. I would say no. I don't think there's a chance for a while. I don't know. I I do see. I I bet if we look in the next couple of months, it'll be closer to one percent. Let's put it this way: Do you think they could? Do you think they're primed to take over LG in the next couple of years? Yes, oh, 100 percent. I don't think we're going to see LG is going to be going back God. down for sure. But you got to think LG's phones, like most of their most of their money makers, are probably five hundred or under at this point. And not only that, but lot of and OnePlus doesn't live there. Lot of rumors yeah, they that the they're boards. done. Oh yeah, that yeah, that is true. They're going to announce it, I think, on April fifth. What but, LG? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right that OnePlus does have a couple phones in that range, but they're not nearly as marketed or like, I don't think they sell as many of them in the United States of like the Nord series. Sure, as they so do. that's, <laughs> that's, that's one thing too, is we have the Nord series now to compete with your Motorola's and you still have a Nord series that can compete with your 4A of Google. So you have those options there. Then you also have your flagships that compete with your Apple and your Samsung. Yeah. I see Apple staying pretty oh, pretty comfortable yeah. oh, up there, though. Yeah, they ain't gonna be touched. I, for I a don't long think time. they're sweating. No, 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 they're not. I think if OnePlus like finally took the pivot, because for the longest time they've always done like user generated and like within the community and and some really like guerrilla marketing tactics. If they finally they switch to the pivot, locking, that go too. everywhere. Yeah. If what they finally doing? just like switched the pivot and did marketing on like Hulu streaming channels and all those different things, I feel like they could really break into some market penetration that they haven't gotten yet. Yeah, because like I think they're they've pretty much nailed the enthusiast market and they've almost like oversaturated a little bit because now they're making the turn to be like a mainstream flagship. They need to make that marketing pivot. Hundred percent. Agreed. Agreed. Just my opinion. 
Anything else on the OnePlus 7 or OnePlus 7, the OnePlus 9 series, boys? Uh, I don't think so. Where do you see yourself on it? Are you on the fence? Are you hard? Uh, No. Are you 90, 95% no? I think they're in a better, I think they're in a better spot than, I think they're, if you see $200 off, are you getting one? Maybe. Yes. You mean like the 9 Pro? Yeah. Even the 9. Dude, Man, it was, I don't know. it'd be seven almost it'd be eight hundred dollars. The thing that the thing that gets me is like the, the OnePlus seven Pro I have already right now. What like is my second phone? It's already too much phone for what I think use. About, it for. Think about think about if well how are you currently doing your phone? Is it monthly payments or you're on? My OnePlus? No. Your OnePlus is done. Yeah, it's been yeah, it paid Your off. Pro Max. Yeah, it's monthly. And any sort of like credits or anything? Or is it just getting paid out monthly? Uh, I'm doing like the yearly upgrade cycle. So what if for some like crazy reason you see $200 off mm-hmm. and AT&T is running that $700 trade in? Oh my God. Mm. Are you, are you asking if I would trade on my iPhone or go, go buy a phone to satisfy the $900, the $700 trade in? You need a phone worth $95. No. And the reason why is because my second line, like my one plus seven line, on AT&T is I use the upgrade for my mom's phone. And so both both lines have like agreements on them. You would never like even consider paying your phone off early to maybe go get this one that would have to be stuck on the monthly payments? No. All right, he ain't getting okay, it. Nah. Yeah, no, you are a full-blown iPhone boy. Yeah, I, for my yeah, main you phone, 100%. Yeah. No, for every phone. You're a fanboy now. I'm pretty deep in it. <laughs> You're a fanboy now. I'm not a fanboy. You tell me you wouldn't take a $100 phone. I, that's what you told me. I would, but I would have to pay the. If I pay off this iPhone, I basically forfeit like whatever. Um, I basically forfeit half that money because then I'd have to do the the trade in after the twelve months. Like I mean, like on my current cycle too. If you paid it off, you would own the phone. Yes, and then you could have a OnePlus, mm-hmm. and then you have two phones. Now we're just I'd scheming. Have three phones. We're just scheming at this trade point. Trade in your seven. No. Why? Because it's, it's, be it's so better. nice. It's it's n- it's better. Yeah. Okay. Stop. It is on paper better, but for how I am using that phone right now, it's literally just for work stuff. And if I'm just like messing around, I'm like, oh, I want to mess around with this OnePlus for a little bit. Do we? It's have, already too much phone. Do we have time for Christian's intervention right now to let go of the <laughs> OnePlus Seven? Why would I let go of it? It's so good. There's literally the nothing nine? wrong with it. You wouldn't let go of the Seven for the Nine. For how I use the phone, it might be a downgrade. <laughs> Because, like, it's – I don't think you understand how great it is not having a cutout, a notch, or anything on your I screen. I don't even know you anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's so good. I'm trying I to be, fi- I'm trying to be, be physically be responsible here. right now, okay? That's, that's I'm fair. I'm trying to be that's physically fair. responsible and realize that – I'm trying to influence bad, bad things. <laughs> I understand and I appreciate it, but I deny it. <laughs> and on that note – Let's Alrighty. wrap it and tap it. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for tuning into another episode of the Film Buzz Podcast. You can also watch us on YouTube if you haven't already. Make sure to subscribe. Drop a like. It really does help us out. Hit us up on Twitter at Phone Buzz, and that's B-H-1-B-U-Z-Z. Catch all the latest news and announcements from the show. And if you're feeling froggy, you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Zone Cross. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>